tonight. <laughs> Subject tonight is 1 Corinthians chapter 10, <clears throat> verse 23 and following. We read, all things are lawful for me. If we stop there, the Christian sort of, wow, <laughs> let's live. <laughs> but, there's a big but right there. All things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but, another but, all things edify not. And for the liberal Christians who say, look, everything's okay, under grace I can do anything. But, but, <laughs> and you know, you need to read the buts and what follows. Let no man seek his own, but every man another man's wealth. Whatever is sold in the shambles, <laughs> that eat. Ask no questions for conscience sake. For the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. If any, man, if any of them that believe not bid you to go to a feast and ye be disposed to go, you know what that's like, an obligation from a relative or a friend that's not a Christian, whatever is set before you, eat it, asking no questions for conscience sake. But if any man say unto you, this is offered to, in sacrifice unto idols, eat not for the sake of him that showed it, not and for conscience sake. For the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. That's the second time that's said, verse 26, end of verse 28. Conscience, I say, not thine, not your own, but of the other. For why is my liberty... <laughs> and you hear this from liberal Christians. Why is my liberty judged by you? Why are you my conscience? You know? That's what they say. And, and pastors, liberal going, leaning pastors in independent Baptist churches have said that very thing. I think they need to read the Bible. <laughs> For if I by grace be a partaker, why am I evil spoken of? For that which I give thanks? That's what the liberal person, minded person would say I've got. Anyway, we'll preach it in a minute. Wherefore, whether therefore ye eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. You know, we pull that one out and use that a lot, don't we? Give no offence, neither to Jew, nor to a Gentile, nor to the church of God. What three types of people are in the world? There it is, right there in that verse. You say Jews are done with. I say to those who believe in that, no, 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 they're right here. <laughs> and they're up the first, the Jews. Paul wrote this, of course, he being a Jew, neither to Jew, Gentile, nor the church of God. Maybe that's another whole subject, isn't it? <clears throat> There's still three groups of people in the world and they, the Jews, will still be. They are. They're in our face today. I mean, the nation. Even as I please all men in all things, not seeking mine own profit, but the profit of many, that they may be saved. We can take a half a verse like... Even as I please all men and all things. Oh, Paul was a compromiser. He did. He pleased everybody all the time. No, not for my own profit, but for the profit of the other person. I do this. I submit. I say no to things that I could do, but I don't for other person's profit. And I say that to liberal people listening. We have to not do certain things for the benefit of other people. That's what Christian life is about, for the benefit of others. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for the word and bless it to our hearts from this portion of scripture tonight. Help us to 
get the understanding of it, Lord, and to the, the, the understanding can be given that we might comprehend. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> Freedom that we have must be, must be balanced by the responsibility we owe to others. Or, I've outlined it, prudence brings profitability. If we are prudent in the way we think and act and behave amongst others and Christians, it will be profitable for them and us, and the Lord's work will go forward. Uh, <clears throat> now, we have the outline that's given there. The president is expedience. The product that is exempted from the rule, we'll get to that. The privilege exercise, the personal um, <clears throat> ex exception, the problem examined, the purpose to exalt and the position ex exploited. Well, we'll go at these individual. <clears throat> now, at no time did Paul deny the freedom of the mature Christian to enjoy his privileges in Christ. He said in the verse there, to start with, all things are lawful for me, but not everything is expedient or profitable. Have you ever had to talk to somebody? It's not expedient. You do what you're going to do. It's okay. It's not unlawful, but it's not expedient. There's a difference, isn't there? It's not going to help the situation. It's, not, it's going to cause problems amongst the believers or it's going to cause problems to you down the road. Open your eyes. Have a look. You can do it. It's not unscriptural, not ungodly, but is it going to be expedient for others and yourself? And some things lead to slavery. Back in chapter 6 and verse 12 of the book of First Corinthians, it says, All things are lawful for me, but all things are not. What's the word? Expedient. We've been here before. All things are lawful for me, but I'll not be brought under the power of any. You see, we could, by taking advantage of say, it's okay, I have liberty to do that, be brought under the control of something or someone that we shouldn't be under the control of. All things are profitable, but some activities can cause your weaker brother to stumble and you shouldn't do it. Don't do it if it's going to cause another Christian you know to stumble. Did anyone see what I did last week? Last Sunday afternoon. I said it from the pulpit last week, but I don't, none of you caught it. I went into a pub. I don't go into pubs much. I didn't go there to drink. I went in there. The fellow said, I need to come in, come in here and, and book something. Okay, I walk in here. Okay. <laughs> I see what they do in here. <laughs> it didn't take long. But did you see me go in? Did you see me come out? No. Oh, good. You don't know I went there. <laughs> But everybody does now. <laughs> but it was an unsafe person that asked for help and I was down there talking to him. Not there, we talked somewhere else. We talked at McDonald's, <laughs> have a coffee. But we went there for something to, for him to get. He'd booked in there. Anyway, <clears throat> is it expedient? Was it right that I did that? Was it wrong that I did that? He said, do you know the Aster? I said, yeah, <laughs> I know what it is. <laughs> As I go past it so often, it's on Riverine Highway and that other main road. 
<clears throat> Would you judge me for doing wrong if I went in there to help him to get something? I was only in there five minutes. And um, <clears throat> seeing what, seeing somebody do that, you could get all the wrong idea, couldn't you? Somebody in the church might have, somebody that used to come to church might have seen me go in. I didn't look this way and that way. <laughs> and then see, if, I didn't do that because I didn't feel, but somebody could get the wrong idea, couldn't they? I saw the pastor in the pub, well, I, th I think that's the front entry, on Sunday. And um, I went into another one down the road a bit from that one on a Saturday with Buddy Smith. So he's a sinner too. <laughs> Crims. <laughs> no, no. This is what we're dealing with here. It's a, it's a mark of maturity when we balance our freedom with responsibility. I had a responsibility to do something that I promised to do for him and get in there and get out. And uh, it ceases to be freedom and becomes anarchy and lawlessness if we used our freedom to go down there and have a drink or a meal and so forth. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we'll leave what I'm thinking another day. Verse 23 to 24. The president, expediency. Let's not abuse our liberty in lawful things. The extent of our freedom in verse 23, all things are lawful, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but all things edify not. <clears throat> things that I could do, will and you can do that will not edify another person let's not do them that's the extent of our freedom stop don't do it um, <clears throat> in Australia where will you find the cheapest meals when I'm thinking what I'm just thinking about in the hotels as well but do you go there to have a no <laughs> you don't there it's not expedient for that purpose I didn't have a meal there last week I said I was only a few minutes the exception of our freedom is given in verse 24 the precedent expedient and there it says let no man seek his own but every man another's wealth this is the exception of our freedom in evaluating our liberty to do or not to do certain things we are always to keep in mind the other Christian the other unsaved person The man asked me, have you been? I said, no, I've never been to that place. Do you know where it is? I said, I do. And he said, okay. He said, I don't drink either. <laughs> he, the, I mean, he gave away if he, I didn't know what I knew already. Chapter 8, is it expedient? And verse 19 to 23. It's not there, is it? I looked it up this afternoon. <laughs> oh. Six twelve. Six. Um, is it six twelve? No. That's the one we just looked at. 
I'm going to go over to 2 Corinthians and have a peek at that at chapter 8. So it goes to 23. It wasn't that long. I remember reading it. Nope. And I've got it heavily underlined. Look at this one. <laughs> okay, let's just go a little bit further. To chapter 9 one chapter that's it for I am for though I am free from all men yet I have made myself servant unto all that I might yes this is it gain the more unto the Jews I become a Jew you say well he's compromising no no he's not talking about certain things to upset the Jew he is talking about other things that might upset Gentiles but he's wise enough to make an, an informed judgment that he might gain those that he's talking to we ought to be wise enough when a situation arises to make a judgment and an assessment of the situation as to whether this is going to be profitable for a person or not to them that are under the law as under the law did Paul know the law? Well, he did not being myself under the law though he could understand where they were coming from that he might gain them that are under the law. That he might what? Testify to the person that the person might think about the Lord Jesus and being, be saved. Because <laughs> he could use the law as he did. And he wrote in the New Testament about it. Gaining them that are under the law. To them that are without the law, as being without the law. A lot of people around in Paul's day. Paul was a mission. He was a pastor. He was an apostle to the Gentiles. I've got the right word eventually. <laughs> being not without the law of God but under the law of Christ that I might gain them that are without the law he could go to Mars Hill and he could see them worshipping and he could immediately put his mind into gear of what these people need to hear they need to hear about creation because they have no idea about creation or the Old Testament so I start with creation and he, he went back and he, he says God and he made and and then he talked about the resurrection and some said, oh, this fellow's not right. Others said, oh, let's hear him again. He was able to do that. We need to be able to do that. To the weak I be became I as weak, that he, he wasn't weak, but he became weak, <laughs> put himself in their shoes, that he might gain the weak. I am made all things to all men that I might by all means, what? S some people look at this, look, he compromised on it. He did not. He examined the situation. He made a an assessment of the situation of people that he was witnessing to and say I can speak to them about this but I won't go there because that will offend them and I won't go here because it will offend them but I can speak about this let's have the wisdom let's have the discernment to be able to do that with people and not talk over the top of them listen to what they're saying find out where they are that we might be able to give the gospel to them to the you're weak I become weak and this I do for the gospel's sake that I might be partaker of it with you. And so there, that is the reference I was... I have to change that to chapter 9 from 8. In evaluating our liberty to do or not to do certain things, we're always to keep in mind the other person. And in Romans chapter 14, 
and verse 19, <clears throat> it says, Let us therefore follow after the things which make for peace, the things with which one, a Christian, may edify another who is a Christian out of sorts or a non-Christian, that we might edify another, like the Lord Jesus in Philippians chapter 2. If there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels and mercies, fulfill ye my joy that ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory. Let each esteem others better than themselves. Esteem the other. Think of their situation. Think of their eternity. While we do have freedom in Christ, we are not free to harm other believers. And if it's an offence of what I do in some things, and I, I need to, and you need to stop doing it. Stop doing it. The product exempted from this situation back in Corinthians chapter 10, whether, whatever is sold in the shambles, that eat. Ask no questions for conscience sake. For the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. That's what Paul said. <laughs> the conscience and its liberty. Paul had previously warned about public participation in pagan feasts back in chapter 8. Now he deals with private participation in feasts or uh, a meal. And what did he allow them to do? In verse 25, whatever is sold in the shambles. You've been to the shambles lately? It's, yeah, it just it means market. But if you go over there where a lot of places no supermarkets what we have, it is a shambles. <laughs> when we say, it's a shamble, what do we say? It's a bit of a mess. It's a bit untidy looking. Did they refrigerate that meat last night or not? It's hanging out there and all the flies are over it. <laughs> it's sort of a shambles. <laughs> but those pieces of meat hanging up in those places at that time might have first taken a day to go through the idols <laughs> and then been hung up. Let these other guys eat that. That's a bit old. I'll eat some fresh stuff. But this is the, the question. He did allow them to buy it in the shambles and eat it. But <laughs> notice what he said there. Ask no questions for conscience sake. Don't ask where it comes from. Just eat it. You paid for it. You bought it from the market. Go and eat it. Because if you ask where it was bought, you might have to throw it away. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't waste. What did the, he request them not to do in that verse? <laughs> it was sold as common food, as such it can be used. Weak Christians are often superstitious Christians. And we're told not to ask questions here for their conscience sake. They Don't ask questions for conscience sake. Because if you find out and you've already eaten and swallowed it, you, your conscience will condemn you, put it that way, the weaker Christian. Yeah, but some of, some of you have been to New Guinea and places like that and you, yeah, you, you've got a tough stomach, haven't you, Bernie? Yeah, well... <laughs> <laughs> What do they call that? Uh, hungy? Is it when they put it in the ground and cook it? And, uh, moo moo, not a moo moo. Yeah, I mean a moo moo, not here. Yeah. Hungy. Okay. 
Where did this come from? <laughs> Where did it come from? Verse 26. For the earth is the Lord's. Where did it come from? And the fullness. Everything that you're going to eat is from the Lord anyway. Whether it's through the butcher or if it was offered. Well, what about, I think we do it in the, the abattoirs over here. If it's going to be sold to a Muslim, it's had to be, you have to face in a certain direction. Yeah, and, and do that. Yeah. Isn't that offered to an idol? Would you eat it or not? Is it anything wrong with it? Good food. Nothing wrong with it. But yeah, yeah, I don't know where it would be. Uh, have you seen it in our marketplaces? Some Really? That's why I stopped eating it. <laughs> no, I didn't know. I didn't know that. Hello. Oh. Okay. So the good old Australian Vegemite. What has it done? <laughs> Chapter 24 and verse 1 of Psalms. The earth is the Lord. This is where that quotation is from. And the fullness thereof, the world, and they that dwell in it. The earth is the Lord's. All food is permissible to the believer. It wasn't in the Old Testament, but all things are now free. You can eat eels, dogs. <laughs> I wouldn't, but pig, a lot of people, no. There's some, yep, it's okay. And things, that you see, <coughs> we'll get to it. Mark 7, let's go there. Mark 7 and... Verse 14, we read there. And when he had called all the people unto him, he said unto them, Hearken unto me, every one of you, and understand. There is nothing from without a man that entereth into him that can defile him. But the things which come out of him, those are the things that defile the man. <laughs> you know, it, we are full of dead men's bones and rottenness, as almost sounds like. It comes from within. If any man have ears to hear, let him hear. And when he was entered into the house from the, from the people, his disciples asked him concerning the parable. And he said, Are ye so without understanding? Do ye not perceive that whatever thing from without entereth into a man, it cannot defile him? So that means all the food. You can eat it all. If you want to eat crickets and cockroaches, Instead of protein, meat, because of the greenies that want to go that way, you can, but I won't. <laughs> um, get your protein from a good beef. Because it entereth not into his heart, but into his belly. <clears throat> and the belly does a pretty good job of dissolving it all, doesn't it? Of making use of that. And goeth out into draught, purging all meats. And he said... That which cometh out of the man, that defileth the man. It's not what goes in, it's what comes out. It's the thoughts, the intents of the heart, the anger, the clamour, the evil speaking. For from within, out of the heart of men proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications and murders. Thefts, covetous wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil lie, blasphemy, pride and foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defileth the man. I think the disciples, I get it. <laughs> I can eat what I want, but uh, what's coming out of me is what defiles me. And over in the book of Acts, chapter 10, in verse 9, <clears throat> On the morrow, 
As they went on the journey, they drew nigh to the city. Peter went up to the housetop to pray about the sixth hour, and he became very hungry and would have eaten. But while they made ready, he fell into a deep, into a trance, and saw heaven open and a certain vessel descending unto him, as it had been a great sheet knit in four corners down to the earth, and in which were all manner of four-footed beasts of the earth, and wild beasts, and creeping things, and snakes, and lizards, and eels and and pigs and no it doesn't say that but that's what it's meaning and fowls of the air and probably some eagles in there some hawks along with some chooks and other things and there came a voice to him rise peter kill and eat have a feast peter said not so lord for i've never eaten anything that is common or unclean and the voice spoke unto him again the second time what god hath cleansed that call not thou common, Peter. <laughs> the Lord's on his case, isn't he? It, you can eat these things and they're not going to defile you. It's what comes from within that defiles you. And that did three times up to heaven. And um, the Lord was teaching him about the Gentiles. They were about to knock on the door. <laughs> Cornelius's house was inviting him. So you see, <clears throat> the principle goes through there. It's First Timothy. Chapter 4, verse 3 and 5, Paul talks about believers could even eat meat, even if it had been offered to idols. It would do you no harm. Peter, arise and eat. Paul, arise and eat. Um, <clears throat> but then we go back to Corinthians and see, and uh, verse 27, if any man or in any of them that believe not bid you to a feast and ye be disposed to go. You know you feel obligated to go to a wedding or something like that, a non-Christian wedding. You know what's going to happen. You know what they're going to drink. And you be disposed to go. <laughs> Whatever is set before you, eat, asking no questions for conscience' sake. So what illustration here did Paul use to show the practical outworking of liberty? If you feel disposed to go, then go. Christianity does not by no means bind us up from the common offices of humanity and going to some things that we might not feel comfortable at, but for your testimony's sake, you go for the other people. Um, <clears throat> and we, we shouldn't have uncourteous behaviour. I wouldn't go to your daughter's wedding. They're going to drink grog there. You see, now you have to make the decision <laughs> um, if they're unsafe people as to whether you're going to offend them or whether you've got a legitimate excuse and say no to that. I've, been, I've gone to weddings where they did pull it out and I didn't think they were going to have that sort of thing. You know, what's going on? What's happened in the family? That, you know, I, I don't feel comfortable in a place like that. You just don't feel comfortable. But if you be disposed to go, go set before you eat and this is talking in the realm of things offered to idols remember asking no question for conscience sake but as we go on there oh well does it say at the end of that again no that's in verse 28 we'll go on to verse 28 the personal exception there is an exception to this but if any man say unto you this is offered in sacrifice unto idols Eat not for his sake that showed it, and for conscience' sake, for the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. 
So <clears throat> what was an individual to do if a weaker brother searched the matter out and said, I found out where you bought that or where that come from, the, the people in this wedding or whatever feast, they went down there and they could get cheaper meat from the stuff that had been offered to idols than they could from the butcher shop and they bought that and this is what this is. And this is what he's dealing with. Any man say unto you, a weaker brother, this is offered in sacrifice of idols, what shouldn't you do? You shouldn't eat it. Why? For that fellow's sake, the weaker brother's sake. Don't eat it. Because you're going to offend him if you do. You say, well, that's been sneaky and compromising. No, no, it's been wise as a serpent and harmless as a dove for your fellow brother. Uh, you offend them and a weaker brother stumbles and possibly sins and possibly it could go back into idol worship that he'd come out from. And what statement does the verse end with again? That in verse 26 says, For the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. These weaker brothers are the Lord's. The food is given of the Lord. <laughs> it's in the fullness thereof. And he's saying... Paul is saying, give up this liberty, this little liberty. Be cautious of doing what may prejudice the conscience or prick the conscience of others and thus weaken your authority to be able to testify and be a witness to him or them. The problem examined in verse 29, conscience, I say, not thine own, but the other fellow's conscience, the, the weaker brother's conscience. <clears throat> so that's a question. Well, what does Paul say here? The, the stronger Christian will have, and he'll have. For why is my liberty? He'll have a question, and we we'll have that question. And we might say, I've always bought from that shop. I've always eaten that food, that Vegemite. <laughs> now I have to give it up. <laughs> I gave it up because I got gout. That's why I gave Vegemite up. <laughs> and it said on the list, don't eat Vegemite. Okay, I won't eat Vegemite. I had a Vegemite sandwich. I'm an Aussie kid. Don't they advertise it as an Aussie product? Yeah. They do, Vegemite. They're Vegemite kids. Yeah. Oh, I'm disgusted. <laughs> anyway, um, we'll get back to the text. <laughs> Conscience, I say, not the name but the other. Why is my liberty judged by now? So if you come into our house and open our pantry, you know what I have in there? Vegemite. And it's probably, what? Halala. Halal. 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 I'll have to look at it tonight. But you see, you can keep Vegemite. <laughs> Black it out. <laughs> but you see, Vegemite keeps for years. It's still okay in 10 years' time. So salt salt laden that, um, that won't, won't go growing hairs or go off, might go a bit drier. <laughs> um, <clears throat> why is my liberty judged? See the, the stronger brother, why is my liberty judged by another man's conscience? What do we do all things for? The glory of God and for the edification of other people. That's why we do things or don't do things. So judge the situation, assess the situation. If I go to that wedding, I'm going to put my, my, myself in a compromising situation and I'm going to be a bad testimony. I shouldn't go. And it's up to you to decide that. I pray as a stronger Christian. I'll be a better testimony if I don't go to that person's invitation. Did the Lord go to some invitations? He went to, the wedding. He went to that wedding. 
that was non-alcoholic <laughs> and that he went to somebody else's place he went to a little man's house didn't he Zacchaeus house and what was he accused of being a strong believer of course the Lord <laughs> being the Lord himself he was accused of going to be a winebibber and to a publican's house and to a publican not as we know a publican but a, a, a tax collector's house um, and he was he was judged for going there and to and for taking up that invitation but what happened at that house that day the man got saved and he said the half of my goods I give to the poor anything I'm going to restore what two or sevenfold sevenfold back to those that I've robbed and taxes from and lined my own pockets with well what a change and <clears throat> yes if a person goes to a place that is a questionable place to say I'm going there to witness see but they're not at all they've got a wrong heart and a wrong motive don't do that um, <clears throat> so the problem is examined here the weaker brother's conscience is to be respected in verse 29 and <clears throat> the wise brother's conduct is to be protected as well as we read on why is my liberty judged by another man's conscience and I have asked that question at times why do I have to submit and this is what I've heard from other pastors that have gone liberal <laughs> why do I have to submit to that person's I'm not going to I'm just going to walk all over him and <laughs> he'll have to deal with it and I'm going to offend him bad move shouldn't be doing that but verse 31 whether therefore you eat or drink or whatever you do can I do it to the glory of God? That's the question. This is the problem examined here. <clears throat> Be wise in both situations, weaker brother and stronger brother. Paul, I wrote down, does not endorse the idea of liberty at all costs. Just because we give, give thanks for something doesn't mean that what we are doing is right as it says in verse 30 why am I evil spoken of for that which I, I gave thanks for this and then you're coming and telling me I can't eat it because you said it's offered to idols you see see his reasonings here but whatever you do do all to the glory of God the, the purpose to exalt the Lord in verse 31 whether therefore you eat or drink oh you do all to the glory of God give no offense neither to Jew nor to Gentile nor to the church of God <clears throat> if you're going to eat with offence or go to a place with offence don't do it you say no one will see me it's surprising who turns up when you don't expect them to be there yeah. one of my siblings was up in Darwin and they were walking down they were just visiting up there they lived down further down this way and they were walking down the street oh, I know you well you just don't expect them to be there. <laughs> uh, you, yeah, I am. <laughs> and you're such and such. You don't know who's going to be looking, do you? <laughs> so maybe just don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. To ex for the exalt exaltation of the Lord. Do all things to glorify him. <clears throat> Can we glorify God by making another Christian to stumble? No. And we glorify God by eating against our own conscience. No. <laughs> what is 
the higher purpose and ground we should take to exercise my liberty or to glorify God to glorify God that's the higher road to take Romans 14 I've written down 1 to 16 (laughs) pleasing and honoring God is the fundamental principle you see as a pastor there's so many things you don't go to or go places for this reason that you could go to but you don't for the other person's conscience and good and to glorify the Lord and um, did you miss out on anything yeah probably a cheap meal but you get food other places can't you our desire pleasures and interest and appetites must not determine our practice but the exaltation of God must determine our practices don't give offense to anybody don't be able to say you know I don't know, maybe someone after tonight might say, gotcha now, (laughs) for what I did last last week, or with Pastor Pastor Buddy some years ago. We went in for a purpose and came out as quick as we could. Uh, The position exploited in verse 33, even as I please all men in all things, not seeking mine own profit, but the profit of many, that they may be saved. Isn't that a great goal? To glorify God by the salvation of souls. I'm not going to do this and I'm not going to do that. Well, I will and can do this and it's not going to offend anybody. I please all men to in all things. I'm not going to offend the strong brother. I'm not going to offend the weak brother. I'm not going to offend the Jew, nor the Gentile, nor the Greek, nor the barbarian, whatever, that I might save them. So living a godly testimony. We can exploit our position of freedom but we will ruin the opportunity to testify and if you want an opportunity to testify and I, was, I was thinking then is there an offence that I have committed against someone just slowly given to me <laughs> that you, I don't want them all at once I pray that there's not that many ask ourselves the question what would Jesus do <laughs> We must not make it difficult through our lifestyle for either Jew or Gentile to be saved, nor other members of the church to grow offended at our behaviour and testimony in the Lord. We must not live to seek our own benefit, but the benefit of others for the edification. That's a word that's used over and over, for the edification of others. Not to be men pleasers, but God pleasers, (laughs) and not compromise our stand. So Paul outlined in these verses three important responsibilities in summary. Our responsibility toward our fellow Christian, 23 to 30. Our responsibility to glorify God, verse 31. And our responsibility to seek to win the lost, 32 and 33. So what sacrifices are we making? What are we not doing that we feel we have liberty to do for other people? For the testimony to the unsaved. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Um, labored to go through this this evening and pray that it might be a blessing that we might live a sanctified a holy life and before God walk in all honesty to glorify him that we might save some even our family Lord they would love to point out where we've erred and gone wrong where they think Christians shouldn't do and I pray that we might not do that and give them opportunity for accusation, but might lead them to know 
for the Lord, to know yourself. Bless us as we part in Jesus' name.